Welcome to News Nest. It's Tuesday, October 31, 2023. Oil prices fell over 3% on Monday as concerns over supply disruptions caused by the Israel-Hamas war eased. Traders believe that there will be no significant disruptions to crude flows from the region. Investors are also cautious ahead of this week's meetings by the U.S. Federal Reserve, Bank of England, and Bank of Japan. Despite positive economic indicators such as the U.S. economy's fastest growth rate in two years, and higher-than-expected earnings from S&P 500 companies, market sentiment remains pessimistic due to ongoing geopolitical tensions and concerns about central bank policies. However, investors should not overlook the potential for future returns in the market, as slower economic growth could lead to lower bond yields, offering valuation relief to equities. JP Morgan Private Bank recommends a focus on long-term investment goals and diversifying portfolios with alternative assets. Stocks rallied on Monday, with the S&P 500 exiting correction territory as traders prepared for major events including a Federal Reserve rate decision, jobs report, and Apple's earnings. The Dow Jones Industrial Average had its best day since June 2, gaining over 500 points. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite also performed well, with the communication services sector leading the way. Analysts believe that investors are gaining confidence and that the market may be rebounding after recent losses. The Canadian union Unifor and automaker Stellantis have reached a tentative agreement after a brief strike by more than 8,200 autoworkers in Ontario. The deal, which must still be ratified by union members, comes two days after Stellantis reached a tentative agreement with the United Auto Workers Union in the U.S. Details of the agreement have not yet been released, but it is said to be patterned off a previous deal between Unifor and Ford Motor. UPL Limited, an agriculture solutions company, has reported a net loss of 189 crore in Kyoto of FY24, compared to a net profit of 814 crore in the same quarter last year. The company's revenue from operations dropped 18.7% to 10,170 crore, while EBITDA slumped 43% to 1,573 crore. UPL attributed the decline in revenue and profitability to price pressure and global channel destocking. The company has revised its EBITDA growth guidance to minus 5% to 0% for FY24 and expects flat revenue compared to earlier guidance. UPL stock slumped 4. 0.5% following the announcement of the results. Petronet LNG, the state-run oil and gas company, has reported a 4.4% rise in net profit for the second quarter of FY24, reaching 855.74 crore. The company's revenue from operations also increased by 7.5% during this period. Additionally, Petronet LNG's board of directors has approved investment for a petrochemical project in Gujarat, with an estimated cost of 20,685 crore. In a $1 billion deal, Blackstone Group Inc. has acquired controlling stakes in Care Hospitals and Kim's Health, marking its first investment in India's healthcare services sector. Blackstone purchased a 75% stake in Care Hospitals for approximately $700 million from TPG's Evercare Health Fund, with the remaining stake owned by TPG Rise. Additionally, Care Hospitals has invested around $400 million to acquire an 80% stake in Kim's Health, with Blackstone investing $300 million and TPG investing around $100 million. The combined company will have over 4,000 beds across 23 facilities in 11 cities. A new report by Fair Work India team evaluates the working conditions and fairness for gig workers across 12 digital platforms in India. 
The report finds that Ola, Porter, Uber, Dunzo, Amazon Flex, and Flipkart are the worst performers, while Big Basket scores the highest, with 6 out of 10 points. The report highlights the lack of fair pay, fair conditions, fair contracts, fair management, and fair representation for gig workers in India. A recent survey by the Clothing Manufacturing Association of India CMAI, revealed that a majority of apparel retailers and manufacturers anticipate a 25% decrease in demand for clothing this festive season compared to last year. The survey found that high inflation and a general economic slowdown were the main factors affecting consumer demand. Despite a slight sense of optimism in recent days, the majority of respondents still expect a dip in sales, with an anticipated upswing after Diwali. Kids' wear is predicted to be the leading category in clothing sales, followed by women's wear, and Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities are expected to outperform metros in terms of sales. Lastly, the survey found that offline stores are expected to perform better than online portals during the festive season. Pune-based company KPIT Technologies has raised its revenue growth guidance for the fiscal year 2024. The company now expects a 37% growth in revenue, up from the previous guidance of between 27% and 30%. KPIT Technologies also raised its operating profit guidance to over 20% in the September quarter, the company reported a 9.2% increase in revenue and a 5.1% increase in net profit. KPIT Tech won new engagements worth $156 million during the quarter, which includes a strategic program in the autonomous driving domain. As a result, shares of KPIT Tech rose by 7.5% post-announcement. Tata Motors is set to announce its second quarter results for FY24 on November 2, 2023. The company's shares have seen a decline during Monday's trading session. However, experts predict that the market is expecting strong performance from Tata Motors, especially after a turnaround in JLR numbers and the upcoming Tata Technologies IPO launch. Investors are advised to see the dip in share price as a buying opportunity. Israel's Energy Ministry has awarded 12 exploration licenses to six companies to search for natural gas off the country's Mediterranean coast in an effort to increase competition and diversify suppliers. The licenses, given amidst the ongoing conflict with Hamas, include groups led by Italy's ENI and Azerbaijan's national oil company Sokar. The winning companies have committed to significant investments in natural gas exploration over the next three years, with the possibility of extending up to seven years, depending on progress. Puneet Goenka has been reinstated as the managing director and chief executive of Z Entertainment Enterprises Limited, Zeal, after the Securities Appellate Tribunal, SAT, overturned a ban imposed by the market regulator, which had accused Goenka of siphoning off company funds. The decision has cleared the way for Goenka to lead the proposed merger between Z and Sony Pictures Networks India, which recently received final approvals. While SEBI may appeal the tribunal's decision, the rule ruling has provided relief for Goenka. A Hong Kong court has given China Evergrande Group a five-week extension to present a revised debt restructuring plan to its creditors, otherwise the company may face liquidation. Evergrande, which has over $300 billion in liabilities, has been working on a $23 billion offshore debt restructuring plan, but it was disrupted when its founder was placed under investigation. The court adjourned the hearing until December 4, stating that it will be the final chance for Evergrande to propose an acceptable plan. 
Additionally, the winding-up order for fellow developer Logan Group was also adjourned to the same date. Factories are increasingly becoming automated, with robots taking over tasks previously done by humans. Some manufacturers are moving towards dark or lights-out production, where factories operate with near-total automation, running overnight when no humans are present. However, there are concerns about the limitations of robots in creative thinking and problem-solving. While the cost savings and efficiency of automation are clear, the expertise and troubleshooting skills of humans are still essential in the manufacturing process. The future of manufacturing remains uncertain, with challenges in implementing fully automated factories.